SheQuest Podcast is the home of heart-opening dialogues, stories, and experiences for self-identified women on SheQuest. Season 5 is now bilingual as I welcome co-host Nadia Bonafa. Hey, Nadia! <laughs> hey, Estelle! Delighted to be part of SheQuest Podcast Forward Movement to Live Aware, Bold, and Whole. Let's do this! Woohoo! Hi, SheQuest, and welcome to SheQuest Podcast. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson, and today on the show, I have a treat for you, such a treat. I We were off mic uh, just a few like seconds ago, and I just called her my muse. So... <laughs> Uh, awesome Grant is on the show today. She's owner of Flow Meditation, and uh, she's been a student of mine and a friend of mine, and I just love everything she's doing in the world. Autumn, welcome on the show. Oh my goodness, Estelle, what a huge compliment. I am grinning ear to ear right now. That is so kind of you to say. Um, thank you so much for having me. You've and also my muse and inspiration and such a huge support even more than I think you may realize in my life so I truly feel honored to be here thank you so much for having me oh my god hashtag love story (laughs) (laughs) um so autumn um and by the way I say your name's so French it's so hard for me to I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, I we I always ask the same question for every show. And the first question of the show is, what makes you feel alive today? Ooh, I love that question so much. Um, my newborn baby, Iris Love, she makes me feel so very much alive these days. She's just the most amazing little babe. She's so peaceful and really starting to smile and respond so much. It's just lighting up my life so much these days. Mm, and it's so and so new. And that's really how we met because you were pregnant with your second daughter. Yes. Yeah, at the practice. And there comes autumn. So <laughs> bubbly and I was like who is this radiant being and how can I know her more how can actually didn't I tell you that I was like can I be your friend yes I well I have been following you for years and when I was living in Vancouver I said okay when I move back to Halifax I need to connect with Estelle in one way or another and one of the most exciting things about becoming pregnant was my permission to join your class so um so it was such a treat every Wednesday night to to move with you and be guided by you and I just wanted to be your friend immediately and that transitioned into the long conversations outside of the practice and um yeah it just it feels very mutual oh it really does like um and you know those classes the parent classes that I lead I always say like it's such like I get you, I get you for such a short amount of time. Like it's been really like, it feels like a pregnancy feels so long at time. But for me, it's like, no, but I get you for just a few months. (laughs) But it's, yes, but it's such a, a, a sacred and special time. So I just feel like it's so defining, you know, when you are with baby and also with Estelle, it's, it's, 
such a, a beautiful connection that you're able to build with new moms or moms to be. Oh, I love, I know I'm obsessed with pregnant people in general. <laughs> um, uh, so sweet. And so talk to us about, you know, how you started Flow Med Station and everything and how you got into really, you know, your mindfulness practice and your yoga practice. And at Chiquest here, we call it my kind of my she story. And I actually, I always love to know, was there like just a moment in your life where you were like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be a med station teacher or, you know, like, or it was more like little small moments, but I'd love to hear from you. Oh, that's so kind. I have definitely had some defining moments that have brought me to where I am today, but, um, but since you're curious, I, I was born and raised in, in Halifax, Nova Scotia here, and I grew up playing lots of sports, but my number one sport was uh, gymnastics. I was a competitive gymnast, and those are my first memories, really, of meditation. You know, we would close our eyes and visualize our, our routines, and then we would go and perform them, and I was always amazed with how I would be able to perform better after a visualization. Um, you know, after I finished my gymnastics career and, and graduated from high school, um, I wasn't ready to move on to university yet. I had this really strong desire to travel. So, um, so upon graduation of high school, I moved to Florence, Italy, where I became um, an au pair for the most wonderful Florentine family. And I took care of two beautiful children named Pietro and Gilda. I was 17 when I left and it just was the most defining year of my life. Um, you know, we would spend the summers sailing, <laughs> um, sailing, living on the boat. Um, the fall, we would spend time at the, the grandparents' um, old mill in Chianti. And the winters, we would go to the mountains and snowboard. And it was just such a, a rich, beautiful life that they lived and that I was able to be a part of. And actually, the mother, Lucia, uh, she's so wonderful. She, um, she was really into yoga and meditation. And she's really the one who introduced me to the practice. I remember being on the in the sailboat in the middle of the ocean, and she would go to the bow of the boat and move her body and sit in meditation. And she would often invite me to join her. And it was so fulfilling for me and, and wonderful and I remember you know he would go and travel to different treats throughout Tuscany and I would be there with her to watch the children I remember peeking in the windows of her her yoga and meditation retreats and thinking how I so badly wanted to partake and um, that was quite defining for me but what really helped um helped me arrive to where I am today was when I was living in Vancouver. Um, I had moved to Vancouver a couple of years after my undergraduate degree um, from Dal and I had studied international development and environment sustainability and society but I had moved to Vancouver to further my education and human resources management and I was then recruited and hired by the Lululemon lab. It was a part of our schedule. It was mandatory for us to go um, once a week as a team to a meditation studio studio called moment 
I remember going to these classes with my work team and just being so um, amazed with how much better I felt after after this guided meditation. I felt it brought up a lot for me personally. Um, it helped me professionally. And I started including it more into my everyday practice from that point. Um, and another interesting point about working for Lululemon is I started working at the exact same time as Jonathan. And so Jonathan was hired as the, at the Lululemon lab as the community lead. And I was hired as the HR manager of people and culture. And it turns out that <laughs> I wasn't actually the most professional HR manager. I immediately fell in love with him <laughs> and it was luckily mutual. So, you know, we explored that a little bit, you know, we eventually went to, to our other manager and said, you know, like this is something that feels very real for us and, um, and what is the best way to proceed in a professional way. And um, Lululemon is an incredible company, so open. Um, you know, we often talked about our, our values and our dreams and goals and mine and Jonathan's were very much aligned. So we thankfully had an incredible support team um, with our team at the lab. And we, we, we were able to continue working with Lululemon and in a beautiful relationship that we actually discovered. We worked extremely well together in a professional setting, but we also had this, um, this passionate love for each other. And um, about six months after we started working together, we actually found out that we were pregnant with our first daughter, Florence. It, you tell it again, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is such a short time to like... A very, very short time. You know, uh, it was very much a surprise, and it was something that I was extremely excited about, but also terrified, you know? I was in a very new relationship. There was a lot of a lot of trouble that we we faced um, and a lot of trauma that we ended up dealing with, um, you know, being in a, in a relationship and, you know, we dealt with some setbacks with some racism in my family that was very difficult. And again, I turned to, uh, we turned to, I should say, we turned to meditation and therapy to, to help us, you know, um, understand the trauma that had come up the trauma that we were currently dealing with and um, and meditation was a way for us both to um, to understand and accept where we were and then eventually led into um, a lot of forgiveness so that was a very defining moment for us we actually uh, went on a little baby moon to Hawaii uh, when I was seven months pregnant we rented this camper van this old Volkswagen camper van and we we drove around the island and camped through it um, through Maui for a week and it was so wonderful and we ended up meeting this beautiful Hawaiian family who helped us dig out our van that got stuck on the beach and um, they told us about this uh, beautiful Hawaiian prayer or meditation called Ho'oponopono which means I am sorry please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And um, that was, that was one moment that, you know, really tied everything together for us. You know, um, 
and allowed us to move into the birth of our daughter with open arms from all members of our family. And, um, and Florence was born in December of 2017. And she just brought in so much joy and so much magic and a whole lot of unity between our, our families and ourselves. And, um, and it was just such, such a beautiful, beautiful time in our lives. And when she was four months old, we actually moved back from Vancouver to Halifax. And shortly after we moved back here, we decided to open Flow Meditation and Wellness um, because meditation had truly changed our lives. And we wanted to share the practice with as many, as many people as we could. So what we did is we actually um, were able to take over um, a lease of this cute little space on Argyle Street in downtown Halifax. And it was just a nine month lease. So I felt that the risk of, of signing a contract to open a new business wasn't as huge and as fearful because it was so short term. And we know we, um, we opened it up in August of, of 2018. And, um, and we had this sweet little studio where we guided meditations and we hosted some really awesome workshops and we had a little curated section of, of local products, which was really nice. And, um, and so that's where we began. And after the nine months, we decided that we would close our brick and mortar space because we felt it was best to bring meditation to others and make it more accessible. So that's really where we transitioned into doing pop-up studios. So we would visit different studios throughout the Halifax Regional Municipality and, and host workshops and, and collaborate with other businesses to, to bring mindfulness and meditation in, in its many forms to other places and, and you know studios. We started visiting schools and universities. We worked with different sports teams. Um, once the once the pandemic hit last year, we realized that we needed to be adaptable and and show up strong for our community. And so, you know, it's um, we transitioned into some online offerings and continuing to build our knowledge base and and our own personal practice. So we started getting more into um, recorded sessions. So we were hired as the head of mindfulness for the Focus Factor um, app, which is actually a brain health supplement company. So um, that was a really wonderful project that we did. We um, we did the original content creation of 112 different meditations that we uh, recorded here in Halifax with the Golden Palm. And we got into, um, you know, other things such as, you know, custom meditation cushions, um, where we built some wellness programming for the Nova Scotia Career Development Association. And we work with some lovely nonprofits such as Langhouse. And we actually started getting into instructor certification. So we offer um, an online breathwork and mindfulness and meditation certification. And um, now that things are opening, we feel extremely excited um, to get back into 
connecting with the community through retreats. We have two local retreats that we're planning um, for this summer and hoping to get more into um, back into the community through classes at um, at Move East and other studios in Halifax and also, um, you know, creating fun events. Our, our goal is to, to build a happier, healthier, and more connected society through mindfulness and meditation. And we find that it's really lovely and beneficial to show how mindfulness can really enhance life as well as help um, soothe pain. And so, you know, showing up to, um, to um, weddings and guiding guiding a bride or groom through a meditation before they walk down the aisle to really help enhance that experience um, and creating private events and sessions and collaborating with lots of other studios and local businesses um, because that's where we find the most joy. I didn't mention anything about being pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. You know, I think, I really think that I just love it so much. It, it honestly, it doesn't even really feel like work. It's just, it's, it's fun. And I just, I feel so lucky to, to do what I do. So it's, it's, it's a, a, a huge part of our lives. I don't see my work and my family life as separate. I feel like it's honestly all one. And I know that's, you know, we always talk about work-life balance, um, which is so important, but, and I definitely have my boundaries, but I do see it all very much intertwined. Yes. Uh, and I, I feel that uh, about you and uh, I, like really just embodying what, what you love, really. Um, I was uh, hearing you speak and um, kind of taking you back. I'm seeing just some connection with Florence. You named <laughs> and I love because it seemed like the two moments that were really kind of clear for you was like, you know, your trip to Florence and meeting uh, Lucinda. Was that her name? Lucia. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Lucia. Well, Lucia, <laughs> means, Lucia means light, right? It's, yes. yes. <laughs> um, I, I just love that. And then you name, you know, Flow Med Station. I'm, I'm thinking it's for Florence or I just exactly ah, and then you named your first daughter Florence I did and my business <laughs> I wanted to name my daughter Florence because Florence Italy was so defining in my life and and she is so defining in my life and you know incorporating the business into it just everything just is flow <laughs> everything is flow yeah well I love that it has like almost like a to even three-dimensional kind of definition to that like just such a like flow like at first even if we didn't know you like flow med station it's kind of you know going with the flow exactly but in it but then you spell it f-l-o which kind of stands on its own and I feel has its own kind of character right yes and then the yes. other moment I just love I just love these I just love speaking to women and there's like always these moments in our calling I feel like they're so it's so clear in our in our story but like for somebody else they could have like gone kind of unnoticed you know like and for sure and for you so your Italy trip and then the next the next one was really meeting Jonathan you know 100 yeah. percent 
And I, yes. I was thinking, I, I was just telling you, I really want to have him on the show. And now I'm not sure if maybe we'll tag him at the end of this episode. We'll see, we'll see what happens, but was he into like med station before you all, you all kind of had this big, you know, Cupid falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, oh, Jonathan is, is so wonderful. And to answer your question, no, he wasn't into meditation before. Jonathan is the most charismatic person I have ever, ever known. He's, you know, he's so much fun and energetic. And, um, and he was quite hesitant, honestly, to go to meditation as a part of our work schedule. And, um, he always talks about how he was so pleasantly surprised with, you know, how when given the space to slow down, he benefited so, so much from it. Um, and it really changed his life because he, he's always been, you know, the person with, you know, so many incredible ideas and he's a creator and an entrepreneur and he's creative. And when he was given this time to slow down, he said what often felt like this mindful present awareness for the first time, he just knew that he needed this practice in his life to help slow down his overactive mind, he likes to say. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I think that, um, you know, we would never have flow meditation if it wasn't for Jonathan. It was his creative mind and his beautiful beautiful mind and ideas that that allowed us to um, to come together in a, in a really nice balance to to start flow meditation oh I want to meet him now <laughs> you have to meet him <laughs> uh, uh, and I want to I we will we will I um and I was listening to you it's so beautiful autumn I had like literally full body shiver um <laughs> you were talking about your trip to Hawaii. Uh, I often tackle subjects on the show, you know, as you know, I'm a big grief kind of activist in a way and, uh, and trauma and, uh, and racism and, you know, identity, you know, I, I try to go, I try to touch on a bit of everything, you know, inclusivity. For sure. uh, but I, uh, it really, really struck me because the last few episodes that I've done, I actually just did a three-part uh, conversation on grief um, and something that came up in one of the episode and I, I've been kind of re reflecting on it a lot. It's just about trauma and like trauma, but like you also mentioned the word like forgiveness in trauma. And that for me is just like uh, that those two words, like they're really in the same the same cycle they need to be you know and in order to to move forward you know we need to have that forgiveness piece it's really huge if 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 we don't have forgiveness then we just hold on to so much hurt and stress and and that manifests in our body in so many ways so you know when we can come to a place of forgiveness then and that's really, really powerful. And tell me, I'm just, I'm just curious and nosy now. I, uh, the, the name of that med station, it just brought up so much in me. Is it a med station you went to or one that you, you experienced it or like you lead it or it was just introduced by you? It was introduced at the time. This family was so wonderful. I was, I was seven months pregnant and 
we, we were, we had driven uh, the Hana highway and there was this incredible black sand beach. And I really wanted to park the van, van on it to wake up, to wake up on this beach. And we ended up getting stuck and, you know, there ended up being a downpour and rainbows and, and our van was stuck and it was going to cost us at least 700 us dollars to hire a tow truck to pull us out which we did not have this family ended up coming they lived very nearby and they saw us stuck and they saw my my pregnant belly and they offered their help and um so jonathan went with them they had they had a truck that was able to pull out our old van and i stayed behind with with the women and ended up cooking with them and chatting with them and just built a really beautiful connection with them and i was asking them like you know why did you why did you do this you know to two people two tourists in your hometown you know getting stuck and they said pono it means to do the right things and to bring things back into balance and they told us about this um this ancient hawaiian prayer or meditation called ho'oponopono and it's something that i often come back to um in meditation for for myself and sometimes i do lead it but i think it's a really really beautiful practice it sounds like it um yeah, I just had like visions of Italy, visions of Hawaii, visions of BC. <laughs> I, I know. And these visions are really what we have these days. I, I miss traveling so much because it's often what fills fills me up. But um, in the past year or so, we've found different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're very kindred in this matter, in this matter. Um, I want to know, I'm curious, do you consider, you know, like building, founding Flomit Station with Jonathan, like, do you consider that an art in itself, like your business and just like your, is it part of your self-expression in general, you think? 100%. And I think that we often question why we are being pulled in certain directions. You know, sometimes things will happen in life and at the time we can't really make sense of it. But I think that entrusting the process is an art in itself when we give ourselves the time to create that space. Um, that's when I feel our true authentic selves and our creative selves come through. And, you know, when we're, when we're guiding meditations, um, I always draw inspiration from what's, what's around me and what's happening currently, whether that's, you know, guiding just through what's um, happening in my life and on my mind, or if I'm writing a script for, um, for a certain topic, I just draw inspiration from all around me. And that's my creative expression. And I really see that in you. I, I really love that you, I love that because we talk about, and tell me if you know, but I feel with a lot of my students, it's like, like, oh, you know, hearing things like I've fallen off the wagon or <laughs> like, just like, oh, I'm trying to make time for this. I'm trying to make time for that. But I love that you talk about more like, how can you be it? You know, like, how can you be, mm -hmm. like, how can your practices just be in your life and it's not a matter of like you know I know you know you need to create space but it's like just almost like a part of who you are which I feel that's really the case for you and your family you know absolutely and it, it certainly is I mean from you know creating uh, meals in the kitchen and and eating together and being mindful and you know 
limiting distraction as much as we can. But what's been um, really helpful for me, you know, transitioning into a family four and having a newborn is, is setting boundaries with, with my phone, especially when I'm with, um, when I'm with my, my family, especially the baby. Um, I'm finding, you know, with, with Florence, I, I remember just, you know, it's so easy to be on your phone and just scroll when you're breastfeeding, for example, or feeding the baby. And what I've really tried my hardest to do this time is whenever um, I'm nursing her, I'll, I'll actually just put my phone away and, and be with her. And I find that's um, a time for me to meditate is when I'm with Iris and I'm, and I'm nursing her. And I, instead of just scrolling, I'm, I'm with her in that moment. And I just, I look forward to it so much. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, it's, not, it's kind of the same thing, not really, but yesterday. <laughs> I, I, and I usually have, like, I have a sitting practice, but like, not as long as I say, like I paint or something. And for me, painting mm-hmm. is, you know, a meditation, but, um, I was actually thinking of just mothering. Um, I was looking, there was like a family, this is so random. There's a family <laughs> of pheasants in my backyard and it was like, a pocket, like eight little baby pheasants. And, I literally, I could have looked at them like literally all day. I was like, oh my God. And, but the way I was looking at them, I felt like a meditation, you know, like I was like like, looking and I was just so like, just in wonder and awe of like, how can this mother bird take care of these like (laughs) like, eight little heartbeats and, um, and it really felt like, do you know what I mean? When I talk like that, it was just like, oh my God, like I, I look forward to like just looking at nature and like. Exactly. And, and that's it. It's just, it's, you know, having our, our present moment awareness on one thing at a time. And I think our society is so built around multitasking. And I think that we do so much better when our attention is undivided. And I think that we can all say that we may feel more loved when our attention is undivided. And that's, that's a a lot of pressure to, you know, have undivided attention all the time, but you know, that's it. You know, if you, if you're going for a walk, you know, just take an extra time to slow down and notice the senses around you or, you know, taking, taking some time just to observe and witness the pheasants in your backyard. And, and that's just, such a such a beautiful thing to do and it's so simple so simple magic really lives in simplicity i love talking with you so much i uh i want to switch gears just a little bit and i want us to i want you to talk to us about just your favorite tools i mean you know you obviously you mentioned meditation and of course now you're such in a season of your life with an infant newborn i mean she's not a newborn anymore she's what she's three months two months yeah, she's she's 12 weeks. So we're just moving out of the fourth trimester. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, you're really like, I find there's like different seasons of our lives for our different practices. But I one thing on the show that I love so much to talk about, and that inspires me and um, whatever inspires me, I feel would inspire maybe some others. But like, do you have favorite tools of self growth? Like, do you have like soul rituals? 
Absolutely. I, I definitely have lots of rituals that I go back and forth between through different seasons, like you said, but, um, but right now I, even if it's as simple as, you know, when I wake up in the morning, just feeling the sunshine on my face and just taking a few moments um, and to find my breath, vision my day and what I want to embody for myself throughout the day. And then when I stand up out of my bed and just ground my feet and take a few breaths with my three-year-old, that's a really wonderful way to start the day. And I find that we really prioritize eating together. So, you know, we have slow mornings and we'll make delicious food and we'll all sit around the table or eat outside these days, which is one of my favorite things to do. That's our morning ritual, you know, it's just as, as simple as that and really trying to be slow and put on some nice music and, and prepare and eat together. Florence is back in, in daycare now. So I find being intentional with, with my time, with, with each person in my life, my, my Iris, my Florence, my Jonathan, my mom, <laughs> my dad. When I do find time to sit, um, I, I really love to write and to journal. Um, a gratitude practice for me is, is really, really huge. And writing just gives me the space to understand where I am currently emotionally. And it allows us to really be in, in awareness of our body and our mind. And I think that, you know, we so often separate the mind from the body. But when we understand that our mind and our body are so closely connected and when we as individuals are so closely connected to our environment, then it just helps with, with enhancing life in so many ways and enhancing our health, both in our mind and our body and our soul. Absolutely. And I can attest to, and, I, and I'm not saying this because we don't journal to, you know, become, you know, pu published writers, but, but you are, you are such a beautiful writer, like your post. But I think like, I was actually just thinking about that, how even like teaching yoga or like, like writing just helps me just express myself just so much clearer and with so much more intention. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like almost like I can hear myself better because I write every day. One hundred percent. Yeah. And, and Instagram's a funny thing and, and something that I have lots of mixed emotions about, but it is one of the things that I do love about it is that it is a creative outlet and it allows us to express and to write both visually and um, yeah, both visually and in, in writing. So thank you for that compliment. <laughs> oh, Instagram is the wild, wild west. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. For you all listening, Autumn was my model for, for <laughs> a prenatal workbook that I put, a, a pre-postnatal workbook that I put together. And oh my goodness, you were, you were about to pop when I took those pictures. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was full term. <laughs> and I was so excited. So we took so, like, so many pictures. I think I have, like, more than 100 <laughs> And you know what's the most relaxing for me is to look at pictures and edit them. 
I love that. I am an editor freak. Like I, it relaxes me and it feels like painting for me almost. Like I look at a Yes. Like I just like can balance it, bring out the colors, fade it a little bit, make it. Yes. You are so good at it. Both your photos, your editing skills, your painting are just so relaxing. I could look at your photos and, and your paintings all day. Oh, you're so, you're so sweet. But it does look, they're, like, seriously, like I do, like it's almost like I do love the process of it. Like I think there's something about even writing, let's say, okay, sure. Like the final product is great, but like the act of, like it's really cathartic, you know, to write or like think about how much fun we had on that photo shoot. Like just that, like the experience of that, like I would have had enough. Like, I mean, I know I know that was an actual goal for it, but like sometimes to just do these things because like, do you know what I mean? Like the process of it, like versus like the final product, you know? Yes. It, oh my gosh. I had so much fun with you. I wanted to hang out all day. <laughs> just the, you know, the, you know, planning and and preparing for it and then doing it and then the after product which is so lovely also, um, also your face was epic when you saw me without yoga clothes on <laughs> <laughs> your style is um, you the best style uh, but you were like what you dress like that <laughs> what are you wearing where can I get it <laughs> oh my goodness you're the best uh, okay so I usually I usually end with like little kind of quick answer questions. I'm not going to ask them all because I think I, I would love it if you led us into a short meditation. I would I would be such a oh, such a gift for everyone involved, myself included. Uh, but I do want you uh, want to ask you the first question of my usual kind of quick answer. And, uh, and is I'm curious to know if you have like a mantra, like a favorite mantra that you Oh, that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, for so long when I was pregnant, I was using the mantra that, that uh, you used in class and beautiful um, chorus. And I, I listen to beautiful chorus all the time now. And one that I've been using is I am everything I want to be. I have everything oh, I need. I love that one. So good. I'm so excited to introduce Estelle Thompson, yes, that's me, online art and yoga studio, a place to engage, explore, transform, and most importantly, play to free your unique expression of soul. With the coupon Studio 20, try one month of studio features with 20% off. Again, that's Studio 20, S T U. D-I-O-2-0. You're welcome. Now back to our electrifying guests and conversation. All right. Do you think, um, what are you feeling for the med station? Do you want to lead us in one? Like, do you have a certain? Absolutely. Uh, wherever you are, I invite you to find a comfortable position. If you feel like you want to stay standing or perhaps find a comfortable seat maybe grounding your feet into the ground or finding a cross-legged position in a more traditional pose with your spine stacked but not too stiff 
Maybe you want to roll your shoulders back and find a slight gaze in front of you. It might feel really good to close your eyes now. And just know that throughout this little practice together, if you feel or notice too much discomfort, then you have the permission from yourself to adjust your posture, to take a breath. Maybe you even want to lie down and just know that this time is for you to slow down so that your body can tell its story. We far too often disconnect our mind from our bodies. We far too often as individuals feel disconnected from our environment. And so these next few moments are for you to connect with yourself through mind and body in whichever environment you're currently in. And so slowing down your breath and slowing down your body. I invite you to bring awareness to how you're breathing. Without force, without judgment, just observing, becoming a witness of your breath. Is your breath short or shallow, rough or smooth? Or is it nice, long and deep? Breathing in, I am here. And breathing out, I have arrived. And just noticing when your mind begins to wander. You may notice how easy it is for your mind to drift away into a to-do list, to something that happened to a sensation in your body. 
in our society we're so often caught up in what's next or what happened in the past that we can miss out on the present moment and within the silence We notice an ease, almost like we're addicted to our own stress hormones. But just for a moment, maybe just give yourself permission to be here now. I invite you to notice the soles of your feet. What sensations do you notice in your feet? Are they warm or cold? Are you wearing shoes or socks? Perhaps you're barefoot. And whenever you become distracted, I invite you to bring your attention back here. Breathing in, I am here. And breathing out, I have arrived. And bringing that awareness up into your legs, noticing their weight. Are they heavy or light? Do you notice any pain? Or maybe a beautiful sense of relaxation? And noticing your belly. And it can be as simple as Noticing the rise and fall as you breathe in and out. I am here. I have arrived. And maybe you draw your attention up into your shoulders an area we often hold a lot of tension. Are you carrying any tension in your shoulders? Maybe you can take this time to let it go. 
breathing in. I am here. And breathing out. I have arrived. And maybe unclenching the jaw, relaxing the brow, softening the face. Noticing the crown of your head and any sensations that currently exist here. Breathing in and breathing out. Closing with a mantra if it feels nice for you. I am everything I want to be. I have everything I need. And allowing that to flow from the top of your head down to the bottom of your toes. And when it feels right for you, bringing some movement to the soles of your feet and into your hands and opening your eyes when it feels good to do so. Allowing them to adjust to the light and taking a moment to observe your environment. Maybe asking yourself what you see, what do you hear? What can you smell? What do you touch? Thank you so much for sitting with me. How did that feel for you, Estelle? I'm still in it. <laughs> That's so nice. Thank you so much for uh, just sharing sharing your light. Uh, thank you, thank you, Autumn. Before we leave, because we don't want to leave you, but we have to. I have one last question, and it's kind of a loaded one, but I have faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, you've shared with us kind of, you know, your calling and, and how you got and how, I mean, you've just shared your magic. And, and I want to know, what do you wish more women to know about their magic? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, honestly, I, I think in creating the space for yourself to allow your true authentic self to shine through 
think we often try to fit the mold and fit in. And, you know, when you step into who you truly are, we all have so many amazing gifts. And I feel like it would almost be a, a disservice not to share them and not to be yourself. So that's, that's really it. And, and it's simplicity is, is be yourself. <laughs> and forgive and forgive <laughs> oh awesome i love you so much where where can we where can we find you and how can we support you oh you're so sweet well in our digital world <laughs> you can find me um on instagram at flow meditation that's spelled f-l-o-m-e-d-i-t-a-t-i-o-n and my personal handle is autumn spelled with v's instead of u's so it's a-v-t-v-m-n and um, on both of both of my handles i i keep us updated on current events with flow meditation um so if you want to come to a class or a retreat, or um, if you're interested in, in, you know, becoming certified in breathwork and mindfulness and meditation, or are interested in a, a, a private session or class, um, you know, we can, we can connect and we can make the magic happen together. Oh, uh, I wish I could get married again. So you and Jonathan can. <laughs> <laughs> come and help help you ground before you before you walk like not married again because <laughs> just redo your vows yes. Yes. we'll go back to hawaii with you and we'll do a oponopono meditation <laughs> before you walk down the aisle yes i want to i want to thank you so much for your time thank you thank you thank you so much for having me still it was so nice to chat okay bye bye This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.